You are now listening to a proud member of the Disney Podcast Family. Go to DizPodcastFamily.com to find more on this show and other great Disney podcasts. From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 52 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm here once again with my co-host, Cody and James. Hey, <laughs> what's going on, guys? He got it right this time. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. No. Right. Not at all. It is James, right? Not Jason? It is. Yes. All right. It is. All right. That's so good. Can- you can put that little snippet at the end of the episode. There you go. That's what I'll do. That's what I'll do. <laughs> Some reason I was trying to change James's name to Jason. So, so what's up, guys? Not much. How you doing? How I is am, everybody? I'm good. Yeah. Cody, how are you doing? Uh, well, um, guilty until proven innocent, or shall we say, uh, not infected until. Confirmed positive? I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I can't taste anything. I can't smell anything. Um, so that's that's where I'm sitting right now. I'm getting a, a COVID nineteen test tomorrow, and yeah. wait for you know. So get my brain tickled by a Q tip tomorrow, and it's always a good time. Yeah, always a good time. Well, hopefully it comes back negative. That's what I'm hoping yeah. for. I want to go back to work. As much as yeah. I complain about going to work, I, I'd i rather be there than stuck at home doing nothing. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I I don't feel that good either, but I don't think I have COVID. I think I just have a little congestion. So That's what we'll I thought see. too. We'll see if we'll you see. can taste anything see. tomorrow. <laughs> right now I can taste this water. It tastes really good. Well, so, yeah, I can taste water too. That hasn't changed, but that's about the only thing I can taste. <laughs> you're gonna wake. You're gonna wake up tomorrow eating an apple, saying how good it tastes, and then realize it's an onion, and go, "Oh <laughs> shoot, I'm in trouble." I better, I better head out to get a test. So, unfortunately, I'm in a different situation than Cody because Cody will have to wait a couple of days. Uh, if I have to go get a test tomorrow, I can pay eighty bucks, and I'll know within like twenty minutes or so. Yeah, which is good. Can you pay like an extra twenty and confirm that it's negative? Or? negative. <laughs> they didn't have they they didn't have that option when Calvin went to do his. So. Slip him a twenty and say, "Come on, <laughs> Come on. I, I need to get back to work." <laughs> <laughs> Just put negative down. I promise I'll wear my mask. Just put yeah. it down. And that that's the crazy thing with all the different government mandates and everything recently. You know, I'm wearing a mask anytime I'm not in the house. Right, anywhere in right. public, you know, the grocery store, my work, anywhere. You know, I'll take my mask off when I'm at work, when I'm like in the bathroom, but it's a single stall bathroom. You know, it's yeah. not a multi-toilet bathroom or anything like that. And so I'm the only one in the room. Right. Um, I just don't like wearing a mask into the bathroom. It just seems dirty. Like, 
You're going you're gonna to come out with like fecal matter all over your mask. Well, I don't know what you're doing in the bathroom, Jason, but uh, so, yeah. don't so have that worry. You'd rather take the mask off and walk out with fecal matter all over your face or what? You want the mask to protect your as it what's, were. What's, what's wrong with the bathrooms in Wyoming? I don't, you guys need to update your plumbing. That's a that's a very good point. Maybe your I should like, need to start going to infrastructure. I need to wear one of those blue masks in there and then throw it away when I'm done. There you go. There's an yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, every time I go any place, unless I'm by myself or in my car or at my house, usually I've got a mask on. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the stores here now have signs that say they're required. Right. Um, so do they enforce it? Not really, but. I don't think they have a lot of legal basis to would you know. Yeah. Yeah, you just don't want to try not wearing one and end up on YouTube as that person refusing to wear a mask. Yeah. Right. Getting yelled at right. by Karen. Yeah. <laughs> I still I still laugh at the people that I drive by that wear one in their car when they're by themselves. Yeah. That That's seems crazy. a little yeah. silly. Yeah. As soon as I walk out the store, it, it's coming off as I'm walking back to my car. So Right. But you never know. They they just might be having a bad gas problem. I mean, that might be. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> like, oh, I need a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of coronavirus, that kind of jumps into our first news uh, topic here. I saw it a couple of days ago, November 12th, I think. Sometime last week, Thursday or Friday. Uh, and it was, um, I guess Disney did a, one of their, uh, I don't know what they call them, um, meetings with the shareholders, et cetera, whatever. Uh, I think that's what it came came out of. But basically the, the gist of the point is that uh, Disney said that COVID-related costs, or because of COVID, they have lost $2.4 billion in operating income during its most recent period. Um, so that is, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's a three month period, probably October, September or August, September, October, maybe since this came out in the beginning of November. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't expect any of the California parks to open in 2020. Um, basically because of the strict restrictions that California has put on, theme parks in general where they want uh where whatever county they're located in uh, or city they want them to be below the one per 100,000 uh coronavirus cases and right now Orange County which is where Disneyland is is at 5.6 cases per 100,000 people so um if they can't get it down to that one per 100,000, they're not going to open during the current guidelines. Now that doesn't mean that, you know, governor Newsom out in California won't decide to update those. Uh, but it doesn't look like he's been very uh, willing to do that so far. Uh, no, so, not at all. Yeah. There was one quote in here I wanted to share. It's uh, from uh Chapek. It says, frankly, as we and other civic leaders have stated before, we believe state leadership should look objectively at what we've achieved successfully at our parks around the world, all based on science as opposed to setting an arbitrary standard that is precluding our cast members from getting back to work 
while decimating small businesses in the local community. Uh, basically, I also heard he's disappointed in what California's doing, but uh, yeah, that's where the, the park lies. They have to follow their rules until those rules are changed or until uh, until the coronavirus is under control, which could be quite a while. Um, yeah. So I know they just laid off like 28,000 workers in September across all of Disney. Um, yeah, who knows? There could be some more layoffs coming soon. But I feel like that announcement was like two weeks ago that they were laying off all those people. And now here we are midway through November already. Right. Yeah. yeah uh, in the article here too, it says, uh, let's see, what did I say? 2.6%. Billion or two, two point four billion, and that comes in in all their other categories. I think they they they've made money, uh, but in the segment which includes the parks, the cruise lines, and the resorts and merchandising, their it, their revenue fell sixty one percent. So, uh, in the second quarter, they reported they lost one billion. In the third quarter, they lost three point five billion. Uh, <laughs> so, that's. Uh, Shoot, they're 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 over five five billion dollars in losses since March now. So, so and those losses you're saying are just from the the parks division, well, the, right? Is that right? That's what the article made it sound like. Um, overall, and I don't have the article in front of me, but overall Disney I think made a profit, right? Uh, but obviously they could have made right a little five, more with five billion more if they right. Right. Obviously you've got, you've got parks closed. You had theaters closed. You know, they couldn't, they pushed back all their movies. Some, they even just said, Hey, screw it. We're just going to throw it on Disney plus, uh, see if anybody pays the 29 or whatever it was for the premium, uh, fee. Uh, which is interesting kind of on that note is they're putting soul Disney Pixar soul on Disney plus premiering December 25th for free. Yeah. It is yeah. not going to be premier access. It's just going to be on there to watch if you're paying for the Disney plus subscription. Right. Right. So, yeah. So that's what I'll be doing on Christmas day. I'll be watching some soul. <laughs> yeah. Since the, uh, this, which is also going to be interesting. The, the Disney parks Christmas day special will only feature Walt Disney world. Oh, well, there's nobody, there's nobody at no, Disneyland. Nobody at Disneyland. <laughs> That I thought I'd read that they were doing some filming or something in the last couple of days at Disneyland. There was, I've seen things going on um, of possible filming. Um, and they may, if they do anything for the special, uh, they might just be like, yeah, we're still here. We're, you know, ready to open. Right. But uh, I did see some YouTubers kind of peek in through the gates. Obviously nobody's getting inside, but just looking with their cameras in on zoom and things like that. And they've noticed Christmas decorations up on, on main street. Um, at least some minor Christmas decorations in, in, in the town square. And so people will, uh, were speculating if maybe they were going to film some sort of commercial or something saying that they were maybe going to open up main street. Like they are one of Vista street or something to that nature. Cause why else would you put, decorations up on main street or town square if 
nobody's going to see them unless it's purely just for the handful of cast members that are in there. Yeah. Um, so they can, so they can have some pictures of decorations from 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yeah. Well, who knows? Hmm. All right. Well, next, uh, in case you didn't know, we're recording on November 18th. I'm not sure what's, the date you're going to be listening to this or when we get it loaded. But today was Mickey and Minnie's birthday, uh, November 18th. Um, I think Cody was going to sing to them, right? Did he <laughs> say, that's what I, I lose thought. my voice due to COVID, I'm going to sing them a happy birthday song. I could have swore. <laughs> I, might, I might be mistaken, but I could have oh, yeah. swore he was going to sing that for us real quick. You know what? Jamie, I wrote it down in my notes. Your your brain's starting to go, my friend. <laughs> the Alzheimer's uh, is starting to set in. <laughs> so in honor of his birthday, the Disneyland Resort did uh, some refurbishment to the partner statue that sits in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle uh, right at the end of Main Street. Um, basically, they uh, took off the old... I don't know what you want to call it, wax, rust, or whatever it was, and they uh, coated it in uh, polymer to protect the patina and coated it with a thin layer of wax. And the pictures I'm looking here, there's a nighttime picture, and it looks more gold than it used to. I don't know if that's just the lighting from the night. Um, but next time you get to go to Disneyland, whenever that may be, uh, you'll see a refurbished partner statue, which is – I would say probably one of the most photographed places in the park. Um, I mean, every time I go, I grab pictures of it um, when I can get a free shot of it. Cause there's always people waiting in you know, a line to get pictures taken. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, and I hopefully guess, go ahead. I was James. just going to say, hopefully the next time any of us get to go to Disneyland, it hasn't been so long that the new wax <laughs> job has, worn off and it's back to the old color. <laughs> like, Hey, this looks just like it did last time. Well, it's been I, four years. <laughs> I got a, I, I got a trivia question to put you two on the spot real quick. Right. When did the partner statue, uh, when was it installed in Disneyland? When was it debuted? 1978. Okay. Cody. You were very confident about that answer. <laughs> I don't know if you just pulled through a number out there through a year out there if you or if you if you know that because I I know that I've I've read this fact before that I I know once you tell me I'm gonna be like yeah that sounds right I'm going to guess that it is now okay, James get, here is I'll, getting in my head I'll give you a hint Cody it has been there ever since you were alive okay. but has not been there ever since James or myself have been alive. Ooh, so I'm in that range. Yes, you are. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what year did you say, James? 78? 78. He said 1978, like he was confident. Yeah, he just like... like, like he, didn't, he, didn't, he, he didn't want to phone a friend. He didn't want to ask the audience. Final oh. answer. <laughs> Man. Um going to bet last year's Disneyland candy cane on that. I still have half of the one from what, two years ago. <laughs> we uh, tasted it last year. It still tasted great. Still good. You're going to try the mm -hmm. other half this year? Mm-hmm. 
right. Uh, oh gosh, but now I don't know when you guys were born either. What year you guys was, were born? I was born in 1974. James was like 59. <laughs> <laughs> no, James, you were 70, 73, right? 73, yes. Yeah. Mm. So we, we were a year apart. And you said it has not been there as long as both of you have been alive? Yeah, it wasn't there when we were born. It was sometime sometime during our lifetime. Both of your lifetimes. You were both, both alive. Were. Yes, yes. To some degree. Okay. I'm going to say... <laughs> to some degree, yeah. Maybe we were in a rough patch in our life. I don't I'm going to say 76. 76. 1976. The partner statue designed by Disney sculptor Blaine Gibson was unveiled on November 18th, 1993. 93. Yeah. And it's wow. weird because I, every memory I have, I, I always thought it was always there. Like when I was a kid, but yeah. it wasn't when I was going in the eighties and early nineties, it wasn't there. Wow. That's was, crazy. It, yeah. It was put in for Mickey's 65th birthday. So wow. only what, four years before you were born. Yeah. Cody. It's only yeah. 27 years old. But it seems like it's been there forever. And I only learned that a couple of years ago. I was looking up something for the partner statue. I was writing an article about it for somebody. See, and I and was thinking it was somewhere roughly around between 10 and 15 years after Walt passed. Right. Well, the story is the things I've always read. Walt did not want a statue of himself in there. And I think, I don't know if that's what took so long. Uh, convincing people to do it, but um, so, so that's great. They wait till he passes away and say, "Ah, we're not going to listen to you now." Okay, so <laughs> they did wait a long time. In 1971, was there did the, did Disney World open? Did the Magic Kingdom open without a partner statue? And then they had one put in in the 90s as well. I don't believe a partner statue was in. Uh, Walt Disney World. Let me. I'm looking right here. It was dedicated June 19th, 1995, in Walt Disney World. Okay. Uh, then there's a statue in Tokyo that came in '98. Um. So. Interesting. Yeah, it was. It wasn't there until 1995 at Disneyland in 1993. So. Yeah, that's interesting. I would. I would swear that it's been there every time that I've been there as well. But. Yeah. Obviously yeah. not. And when I was going as a kid, I guess I just really uh, didn't recognize it. I'd I'd head down Main Street and we'd we'd make a right and go into Tomorrowland, you know. So, right. Um, I mean, were were you have you were either of you married yet when the partner no, after debuted? I didn't get married till ninety seven. Okay. Yep. No, I was not. Yeah, I was a year. That was about a year after I graduated from high school and then about a year before I went into the military. So you guys just clearly weren't serious enough about Disney theme parks to even <laughs> I, care or notice. I guess not. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, it was always there since 1955. <laughs> obviously not. So, so yeah, there's a little trivia for you. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's all cleaned up, ready to go. It makes me wonder how often they do a treatment like that on the statue. Yeah. Um, and if they ever announced it before, if that was worthwhile news the last time they did it, or if they're not. just doing it now because they're like, we just got to keep Disneyland on people's mind. 
Yeah. Well, Michael Ramirez, the public relations director for Disneyland said, I got to write an article about something. So let me, <laughs> let, let me throw this on there because there ain't nothing happening at Disneyland. No. So they did, they did do the same to the statue over on Buena Vista street too, though. So, which is opening tomorrow, right? Is it? Tomorrow? Yes. Opening tomorrow for uh, visitors to um, stroll down Buena Vista street, hit some shops, eat some food, but not go on any rides. Yep. You can get that, a churro. Cause yes. that's where, that's where the Corona hides is on the rides. So <laughs> I'm going to have a churro <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. James is heading. James is heading down there this weekend. So I think I saw that they were going to bring in like a like a corn dog cart or something to Buena well, Vista Street. There's supposed to be that award wieners place there where it goes into Hollywood. They're supposed to be open and serving corn dogs. Yeah, yeah. They're not serving their full menu, but they're supposed to be doing corn dogs there. Are you guys going to eat at the Carthay Circle? We're going to try. I've been watching okay. for reservations. I haven't checked it today or yesterday, but I haven't seen any reservations. I've heard mixed things. Some people saying, I, yeah, they're going to open it up for reservations. Other people saying yeah. they're just going to do waiting. So I'm going to just get there and see. I mean, the menu what, they have is pretty good. What I, heard about, what I heard about reservations, you actually have to physically go there, mm-hmm. be put on the list, and then they'll, then they'll add you to the reservation list. You can't. There's no online reservations. Gotcha. So, so you actually have to walk in there, put your name on the list, and then I guess they'll maybe give you a time to come back, right? Or uh, text you when your reservation's up. But yeah, which I so like no, yeah. better. Yeah, you know, get, you know, if you're actually there, you can put your name on the waiting list like a normal restaurant. Okay, it's going to be an hour and a half. Do you want your name on the list? You right. know. Yeah. So that's opening tomorrow. Get some shopping done. Get some food. Um, Have you guys seen any, I noticed some bloggers and different websites and stuff were posting some videos. I guess they did like a, maybe a small media day today or something, but it looks like they've got Christmas decorations up and stuff. I heard they were, they were putting up decorations, but they weren't putting up a tree. And no, and no candy canes this year. No, I did see that. Yeah. It does look like like they put a larger than normal tree in downtown Disney. Maybe yeah, I've seen seen proper. I've seen pictures of that, but yeah, no candy cane. So my two-year-old candy cane will have to do. <laughs> I was I was shocked. It still tasted good. I mean, it still went because we when I got it, we brought it home. Me 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 and James got one together, and then I brought it home. I never opened it until the following Christmas. Right. So we got it in eighteen. I opened it in nineteen, and the colors, they, they didn't bleed. Uh, it still looked like it was brand new. So, uh, and it's sitting in my bedroom on my side table, just out. Uh, I mean, it's all, it's all sitting there all year. (laughs) I mean, it's it's wrapped up and stuff, but I'm saying I I don't have it hidden anywhere, but your wife's like, are you going to put that thing away? (laughs) It's been sitting for two years. (laughs) on it. It's got good memories of Disneyland. So Cause uh, in 2018, that was the first time I had ever bought one. Yeah, All the years too. that I had been going, you know. That's the first year I'd heard about them, I think. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't yeah. surprise me. You guys didn't even know the partner statue wasn't always there. <laughs> All right, 1976. <laughs> hey, I was taking a stab in the dark. It's been there as long as I've been alive, and that's a fact. <laughs> I just, I, yeah, I never, well, whatever. 
Forget you, Cody. <laughs> All right. So any other news items before we move on to our main topic? Oh, I can't think of anything. Think I think we were talking a little bit about uh, not being sure. They made an announcement that they're going to ramp up the or accelerate the plans to change Splash Mountain. So I think we we're talking about that a little bit. It's unclear on whether that's going to be at, at both parks or – just Disney World and still right. waiting for Disneyland. I don't know. So, yeah, all I've heard is I haven't seen anything official from Disneyland. I just heard rumors on Facebook blogs and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we'll see if it actually happens. I mean, obviously, Disney World's open, people are riding the ride. Uh, I know Cody mentioned that uh, he assumed part of their intent was back when it was announced that they would leave it open for a while to let guests get their last chance to ride the the current version of splash mountain uh but that was when the plan i think was to open in july Mm -hmm. yeah so and and that didn't happen Uh, obviously we're here in november and it's still closed um so maybe they start working on it while it's closed maybe they don't i don't know i mean as as much as i and then because i was going to say as much as i would like to ride it again in its current state whenever they do reopen um, I wouldn't blame them for just wanting to go ahead and start working on it if no one's going to be there anyway. But then you made a good point of them may be hesitant. They may be hesitant putting that kind of money and time and effort into it if there's a potential of them not reopening. And I don't know what circumstances would have to fall in place for Disneyland in California to never open its gates again. Right. And um, I, had, I had, kind of, <laughs> I had, I had made that kind of joke, you know, you know, maybe they won't do it cause maybe they won't ever open again. But, uh, I, I kind of agree that they're not pulling in the money from the theme parks and it's going to cost money obviously to retheme it. Right. So maybe, maybe we wait till we open again and then we, you know, start getting some money in and then we can. Cause they're still working on other projects. I mean, I don't right. know. I would assume they've completed Avengers campus and it's just sitting there waiting for the park to open. Cause it was slated to open in July before the shutdown, before yeah. the park closed. It was, I know post- it, was, it, it was postponed, obviously a lot of the construction. But- yeah. And I don't know how much of that they've done since they've actually had cast members and construction workers back in there. Same for Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. That was right. obviously put on hold, and that was is much much further behind than Avengers Campus, but yeah, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see. I just, I, I mean, just, I would I just want to go on Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> <laughs> poor, I know, poor Cody. We were so close, man. Oh, we, we were, were so close. Love was it five days, maybe something like that. It's crazy. I think, it was yeah. I think we were five days from being in Vegas for the hockey game and then six days away from being at Disneyland itself when they made the announcement that they were closing their gates and we would you know. then have to try, you know, they were going to try to open again in April. Yeah. You know, so we checked at the beginning of April and they're like, no, nah, you know, now we're going to delay it indefinitely. <laughs> and now here we are in November 18th and I still have not been on Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> And James has been on 1.5 times. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Oh, shoot. All right. 
Well, if that's all the news, let's uh, let's move yeah, on. Yeah, I'm, I'm done crying. You're done crying. <laughs> Cody's got tissues. Move <laughs> on to our main topic, which uh, if you listen to last week's episode, we discussed Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. We're going through all 50 plus of uh, the uh, Disney animated features. And this week we're going to be talking about Pinocchio, the second animated feature. Ladies and gentlemen, the master showman, that's me, and by special permission of the management, is presenting to you the one and only Pinocchio. I got no dreams, no major. When Walt Disney gave you his first full-length feature, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs became a nation's friends. You made Dopey the star of his day, hi-ho your favorite song. Now Walt Disney brings you his first and only full-length feature since Snow White. Which one of this grand new group of characters will be your favorite? Will it be mischievous little Pinocchio himself? Will it be Geppetto, the kindly old woodcarver? Will it be fluttery, frivolous Cleo, the goldfish? Or will it be roly-poly Figaro? Might be those wily crooks, Jay Worthington Fowlfellow, and Raggle Taggle Gideon. Or perhaps Stromboli, the gypsy-like puppet master. Will it be the villainous coachman? Will it be Lampwick, the tough little boy your folks never wanted you to play with? Or will it be Monstro the Whale, the biggest, noisiest character ever to come to the screen? Or will it be Jiminy Cricket, the only conscience with a sense of humor? Woohoo! And always let your conscience be your guide. Just a quick synopsis. It was released on February 7, 1940. Um, or it premiered on February 7, 1940. I think general, general release uh, was February 23rd, 1940, but February 7th, 1940 is the date that's used for its actual re- re- release. It's a story of a wooden puppet that was made by a puppeteer guy, Geppetto, and was brought to life by the Blue Fairy uh, after Geppetto wishes that he had a son. Uh, and then she promises him that he can become a real boy if he proves himself by being brave, truthful, and unselfish. He goes through some trials, heads out to Pleasure Island, has a little fun, um, you know, gets into a little trouble, uh, and then eventually proves himself uh, worthy and becomes a real boy, which is the movie I'm going to mention isn't a Disney movie, but one of the favorite scenes in Shrek is with the little Pinocchio creature where, where he says something like, I'm a real boy. And I don't know why. It's just, I laugh at that all the time. And I, and I say, say it to my wife all the time. She goes, you know, that's not, that's not Disney, right? So I know Shrek's not Disney. Uh, but there's some I th- other. I think Shrek does an amazing job of politely <laughs> poking fun at Disney. Yes, yes, yeah. I've, I've actually never seen Shrek, so I've What? You got to at least seen watch it. You got to watch the Pinocchio scene because there's a couple things that probably that are, because it's a it's a movie made for kids, but it's got adult 
humor. Oh, tons of it. Right, right. But uh, so I won't mention the part. I'll let you watch Shrek. That's your. Okay, that, I'll go that's your job. The guy's uh, in the costume and he's got the big head on like they had back in the day where the the characters at the park had the massive heads compared right. to like a human sized body. And the guy's going back and forth in the queue to like try to run away from Shrek. And Shrek just like bows <laughs> through the ropes. Oh yeah. Yeah, when he's going when he when he goes to the castle. When he's going to, to oh, Drew yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a funny movie. I'm I'm shocked you haven't seen it. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to watch it. All right, well, back to Pinocchio. So, uh, Pinocchio, I, like I said, oh, go ahead, James. I was just going to say, as you were going through that that quick synopsis, as soon as you said Pleasure Island, I mean, Cody's face lit right up. He's like, "Where's that?" At? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's grabbing his phone, looking at Google Maps. Pleasure Island. <laughs> didn't, if if if, uh, if I can quarantine there, didn't. Uh, <laughs> Walt Disney World have a like an a, not an adult area, but didn't they open a uh, something called Pleasure Island that was supposed to be like an adult? Yeah, I think uh, it was like a, a club or something, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be like, like a nightclub or something. Looking it up right here, Pleasure Island. It closed in two thousand eight, um, but it doesn't really say what. Yeah, it was a multi said multiple clubs, so. Yeah, I never been there. I just heard there was a Pleasure Island that it it lasted about like twenty years. So, yeah. huh? Okay. So thoughts on Pinocchio? Uh, anybody want to start? What'd you think of it? Did you did did you guys watch it this week? Are you going off of memory? I um, watched it today. Today, Cody's going off memory. I can tell by the look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh I have lots of time now. Right. So maybe you can go back and watch it. Yeah. It was one that uh, like I mentioned a Snow White, I could vaguely remember going to the theater during one of the reissues of it, but this one I don't ever remember going to a theater and watching it. I think I saw it on VHS at my grandma's house. So um Yeah, that sounds about the same for me. I Yeah. I'm glad it went sad though cuz it, it, it's funny like even with Snow White, I I know the story. I know the movie. I know I've seen it several times, but the, it's been so long since I've seen it that it's like, holy cow, it's like watching a whole new movie. Right, right. It was released in 45, 54, 62, 71, 78, 84, and 92. So um, I don't remember going to the theater and seeing it, but I may have. So, So since it was a new movie to you, James, what did you think? I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. So is it is it when you watched this this last time, did you going into it, you've watched it before, obviously, but did it change your your opinion of the movie watching it now than whenever you watched it last? Um, I think so, probably. Okay. I mean I'm trying to watch them as we're going through and doing this because I know we're giving our ratings at the end. And I think if right. I were to give a rating of it of the memory that I have of it, definitely if I would have given a, a, a rating of the memory of that I had of it, it would be different than actually watching it just now. So okay. It, okay. it definitely affected what I, what I thought of it. Right. Right. Cody, what did you think of it? I like this movie. I like this movie significantly better than Snow White. Not that I don't like Snow White. Right. Um, This one I like better. I, it probably stems from, 
me liking this ride more at Disneyland. And I don't know. I, I think the movie is great. Uh, to me, this movie is more enjoyable. It's easier for me personally to, to sit through and be entertained throughout. Um, I do know that this ride in particularly at Disneyland scared me as a child. Um, more so than I remember Snow White doing. Cause there's that part in the ride where your ride vehicle goes into the guy's cage. Right. Um, what's his name? The mean guy. Stromboli. Stromboli. Yeah. Um, and he laughs and then, you know, the door opens and your car keeps driving through, but man, it scared me as a kid. <laughs> I, I I can remember my mom telling me, open your eyes. It's okay. <laughs> and then I, I waited to open my eyes until there were donkeys everywhere. I was real confused. But. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one actually, I mean, it's, it's a little bit darker than Snow White. I mean, Snow White had some dark parts. Um, yeah. This one was where when they adapted it from the original uh, story, which was by a guy named, I had it here, Carlo Collati from the Adventures of Pinocchio. Um, in the book version, uh, Pinocchio is not, they're portrayed completely different. Um, Pinocchio isn't, isn't a well-liked little puppet or boy or whatever you want to call him. Uh, and actually to get him to change, it took some torture. Um, uh, one instance that where you could say he's not a nice guy, the, the, uh, character of, of, uh, Jiminy Cricket was not really in the book. They had a cricket that Pinocchio killed. He stepped on it. Uh, <laughs> but for the movie, they, 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 they made him a, a main character, basically Pinocchio. A little more lighthearted. <laughs> yeah. A little more lighthearted, but in the book, uh, P Pinocchio was a jerk. Uh, so yeah, they, they kind of did change, change that. Um, but, yeah, I, overall, I mean, this is, and you'll probably see from when I give my rating a little bit later, uh, this is my favorite Disney movie. Oh, is um, he going to, is he going to give it a perfect score? James, I don't do know if I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to get a perfect <laughs> score cause, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Right. Um, right. but, uh, so yeah, there's you rated, you rated snow white as an 80 Jason. I did. Yeah. And James did Snow White as a 92. Yes, you, and you I gave it a 73. 73. Yeah. So, so I'm curious to see if James stays in the 90s. Jason's got to go into the 90s. I'm curious if James is going to stay in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So be, before we get to giving our, 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 our rankings, though, did you, did you guys have any favorite parts of the film or – not so favorite parts uh, or interesting facts or. Uh... You know, I think one of the parts that, that I mean, <clears throat> you know, I was watching it at work, so I'm distracted a little bit doing things, but the one part that really stood out to me that I was really sitting and watching that was, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is really amazing is, is right after 
Pinocchio's there and then they go to, you know, they go to sleep and then he's going to go to school the next day. And that scene where they're going through the town, I just remember I was watching it and it's like, holy cow, like I know they like had to invent cameras and invent techniques right. to make things happen. But when you watch that particular scene right there, the way that it zooms in from from way out into the into the town and around and it was just really I thought it was pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, the uh, the uh, multi-plane camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, and all where the they different, had different cells. Yeah, and the fact that they did that back in 1940 and had to come up with, I mean, they had to in, invent the technology, right? They had to, uh, mm-hmm. even the technology from Snow White wasn't good enough. They had to, they had to continue to add to it. And and I just remember that one scene, thinking, oh man, this is a really well put together film. I mean, it's very, very good. So yeah, yeah. Cody, yeah. do you have a favorite part? Um, that's okay. I don't know if there's any particular moment that strikes me more than any other. Um, I just like the film overall. That's uh, not very interesting, but (laughs) (laughs) no, no, it's no, it's good. Uh, I think go ahead, you look like you're about to say something. No. It was, okay. um, I was trying not to cough. Gotcha. I succeeded. Uh, I think one of my favorite parts is the, uh, when Pinocchio, which I guess there's spoilers here. So <laughs> I didn't give a spoiler warning, but if you haven't seen Pinocchio, then, oh, well, it's an 80 uh, year old movie. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler warning. yeah. Uh, the, and I think it's because of what I've read about how they had to animate this, but all the scenes with the water, like when, when he dives into the water, the waves, the bubbles, just the, the, the painstakingly process that it took for the artist to animate that section. Uh, and then the other part is the, is the intro when we're introduced to Jiminy Cricket. Um, I always thought it was cool that they, the way they introduced it and they had those books because you're 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 entering the book of of Pinocchio, but on the on the shelf they had two more books that would later become Disney movies. Do you guys remember what those are? Um, no. no. Cinderella and nope. Sleeping Beauty. Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland. I was close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's, yeah, it's Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland. I believe. Nice. Uh, yeah, they're sitting on the counter. So. Uh, or on the uh, on the bookshelf, I should say. So, so what about the songs? I think the songs are great. I mean, the very first song is "When You Wish Upon a Star." I think, right? That's how it kind of right. opens. And I mean, I, I I don't know that you can find a more Disney song than that. I mean, it's uh, perfect, right? So that's a great song. All the other songs, you know, as I was watching it, I I think the songs are are great. Right. And I'm, I don't think Disney officially has a theme song, but if unofficially it's gotta be when you wish upon a star. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they, they, they've ever announced, uh, that, uh, that they have an official song, but you know, I think that would be it if, yeah, if there was one. So that or a dream is a wish your heart makes. Right. So any of your favorite songs, Cody? 
Um, I like I've got no strings on me. Uh, he's doing his little <laughs> puppet dance with the the other puppet girls. Um, what I think is interesting, and I don't know if you guys remember this. I know you've both have seen the movie, but in three the, times in the last three weeks. Not 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 this movie. Not not. Oh no! Oh, oh not not uh, no, okay. <laughs> in the second Avengers movie. Avengers Age of Ultron, when Ultron manifests and makes a body for himself out of some of the scrap Iron Man droid uh, bots, he, uh, and he's kind of coming out into the aftermath of, because there was a party going on at Avengers Tower, and the Avengers are just kind of there chit-chatting after everything is said and done, and then all of a sudden Ultron comes up and he's, Still in his very much his his raw form, his original body, not his nice perfected body at the that he has at the end of the film, but uh, he recites a couple of lines from "I've Got No Strings on Me" in that movie. I I totally it, missed it. it. It's extremely slow, um, um, but it's it's he does like two lines from from the song. It's uh, kind of a little interesting. Hmm. I'll have, have to go back and watch it. Yeah, me too. So I was talking earlier about the animation with the water, uh, and I just came across this as I was I was reading some stuff. Um, it's from D23. Uh, actually, it's from Disney A to Z. Um, the film required 750 artists, which included animators, assistants, in-betweeners, layout artists, background painters, special effects animators, inkers, and painters, who produced more than 2 million drawings and used 15,000 or 1500 shades of paint. Um, and the movie was originally budgeted for $500,000. Uh, it ended up costing 2.5 million to make, <laughs> uh, which is one of the most expensive films produced at the time and was not a success at first. Um, you know, uh, what Disney come coming out of snow white being fairly successful um, Pinocchio was not a success and partly because of, uh, should be world war two. Uh, he, it wasn't, it wasn't put out in overseas markets, um, cause of the war. So, uh, lost a lot of money, but eventually with the re-releases, uh, I'm pretty sure became one of his most successful. Um, I don't know what the money that, that it made, what it would be, uh, equal to now. Um, but I'm showing here it made at the box office, 84.2 million, which to today's movies is, is probably nothing when you got some movies making into the billions. Um, but overall, I'm I'm wondering who was in charge of the budget for that thing. I mean, (laughs) Snow White was budgeted for, what a couple hundred thousand and ended up going 1.2 or 1.4 or something something like that yeah well had to mortgage his house and everything i mean when they got to pinocchio they just did five hundred thousand. i mean did walt have to mortgage the house again i mean what happened there who's in charge of that (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know i know i read somewhere that five or eight months into the when they first started it they scrapped everything because walt didn't like the way it was going Mm -hmm. so they basically throw everything in the garbage start all over uh great so <laughs> so out of that uh, out of that two million half of that was in the trash <laughs> <day, huh? laughs> could have been yeah 
Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it says here in the IMDb trivia, Walt wasn't happy with the progress, so he halted it halfway through production so that they can rethink the story and redesign the characters. Because uh, Pinocchio originally actually looked like a, like a, what you would think as what, what's it called a marionette or whatever. He had the long nose and right. really, really wooden looking. So, um, um, yeah, there was a couple facts like that. I saw, um, it was said that Figaro was Walt Disney's favorite character yeah. ever. Yeah. I, I think I read that they, he ended up, he liked, liked the cat so much that he ended up making it Minnie's pet. I think. Yeah, it says after the film, Disney swapped Minnie Mouse's little cocker spaniel with Figaro. Yeah. So yeah, good job. James knows his IMDb trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I was also reading that uh, Monstro, the person that voiced Monstro, even though he didn't talk, but the person that uh, made the sounds uh, was Thorough Thorough Ravenscroft. Yeah, I like Thorough. Tony, I like his Tony voice. Tony the Tiger, right? Yeah, Tiger. He's, he's one of the one of the ghosts in the haunted mansion too, I think. Yeah, he's one of the singing busts. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, all right. I don't know if I had any uh, extra. It was added to the United States National Film Registry uh, by the Library of Congress in 1994. Uh, I don't know if it was the. I don't think it was the first one, but it's one of the few. Um, and let's see. I thought it was interesting that I, I remember reading um, the one cat. What's the cat's name? Gideon. Was oh one of the, uh, yeah one of the yeah I know I know what you're talking about yeah yeah like he was like, what's that guy's name? Bugs Bunny uh, Mel Mel Blank Blanc. How do you pronounce his name? I think it's Blanc Blanc. So he was. I think he was going to be part of Snow White, right? But they didn't do anything with him i think i remember that but i guess he had he was hired as the voice for gideon but then uh walt was afraid that he looked too drunk or something so they, they took out all his parts except for when he hiccups or something like that so so mel mel got no love yeah mel's like he's part of these films and he's not there <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah. uh well all right any last uh i don't know did i miss anything on it um, talked about. Oh, it, it did. It did win two awards. It won yeah, the Academy Award for best um, uh, score and best song. For can you guess the song? It's got to be "When You Wish Upon a Star," right? Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> got to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it won. It won two actual awards. Where Snow White won the. Uh, the honorary, the honorary one. This one actually won two awards. Um, and in this one, because of, uh, I guess I, I when I when I read it, it was because of the su success of Snow White. Uh, Walt actually wanted to use voices in this one that were well known. Um, so uh, there was a voice actor named Cliff Edwards. He's the guy who played uh, Pinocchio. He was well known at the time. Uh, Dickie or not Jiminy Cricket? I mean, did I say Pinocchio? I think so. Okay, yeah, Jiminy Cricket. Uh, Dickie Jones was the voice of Pinocchio. He was a young actor at the time. Uh, so they tried to use, yeah, brought in Mel, Mel Blanc again, and uh, 
didn't get to uh, <laughs> use his voice because it says here, Gideon is Honest John's dumb, mute, anthropomorphic, I don't know, something's cat sidekick. So right. that doesn't talk, just hiccups. Yep. So, so yeah, he, he wanted to use more uh, voices that were more well known for this one. So, uh, all right. Well, I think that's all I have on Pinocchio. It's time to uh, give our ratings, and I will go last today. <laughs> okay. Make it, make you guys wait. All right. So, Cody, so who wants to go first? Who's going first? Um. I'll go. I'll go. All right. All right. I am going to give this movie a solid and much deserved 78. 78. 78. You're a tough, tough critic. Yeah, he's, he's, he's real tough. He's real tough. (laughs) I know, I know Cody is keeping, you're keeping your little track, right? For the, yeah, line chart. Yep, now that I've got uh, so much time coming up, um, <laughs> after we post this episode, I will post this graphic that I have to our Facebook page so people can okay. see um, our trends for at least the first two movies. Okay, because I'm also keeping something, uh, just an Excel sheet. I, th- I think I sent it to you guys just so we can get an average score on each movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if your line chart does that or not. Uh-huh. I think I can have it run an equation. I don't know if it'll show on the chart. I can mess with it okay. some more. I haven't put a lot of time into it yet, but now I'll have time. Because for Snow White, our between the three of us, our average was eighty one point seven. Um. So, see, I'm your... just average consistent because you guys are like praise Disney. Disney can do no wrong. <laughs> no, my score, my score for Snow White was below average. My score is eighty. Average was eighty one. So. I'm Disney can't be wrong. <laughs> yeah, we'll have they, we'll have to have an episode. Yeah, they made oh. uh, what's in, I don't even know what it's called. Home on the Range. <laughs> uh, now we do have with Disney movies. It's like I said, I can find good with any movie, but uh, I'll find something good. So back to Pinocchio. We got Cody with the seventy-eight. What do you got, James? <laughs> I feel I feel like I'm way high. <laughs> No, you're not. I gave it a 96. James with a 96. So, so, so I'm curious as to how are you guys coming up with your ratings? Are you like just kind of 70 something? (laughs) Do you have a, do you have a, do you have a system? Do you have a, and the reason I ask is because for me, I didn't do this for Snow White, but I wanted to, but I started, I tried to break it up into different categories and then the different categories give myself a certain amount of points. And so that's what I'm getting. I'm just wondering if you guys are doing something similar or. I'm doing it. I mean, I'm not sitting down and doing, I, I mean, I don't have stacks of paper analyzing Pinocchio, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going off the, basically did I, did I enjoy the movie? Uh, a lot of with the older ones, I'm looking at the animation, but I'm looking at the animation as it were pertain to 1940, uh-huh. not to how it would pertain to 2020, obviously with technology, they can do amazing things with animation, right. uh, but I'm looking at 750 artists sitting in their offices with however many cells that they designed and putting this together on the multi-plane camera 
And at the time in 1940, what would I have thought going into watching that movie? You know, it would have probably blown my mind. You know, like you said, with that first, with, with that scene where they're going through the village and, you know, and things are, you know, it, it looks like you're actually moving through the village. I mean, yeah. I, how do you do that with animation? Well, they figure out a way. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm going, you know, basically that I'm going the, you know, the music and then how, how the movie has stood up over time. Right. And I'm using, I'm using a five-star system. Uh-huh. And then I'm basically multiplying that to what would be a hundred or 90 or, you know, gotcha. so basically snow white, I gave a four out of five. Okay. So, so with your 96, that being said, my score is a perfect 100. <laughs> yeah. I, I figured Pinocchio is a five out of five. Uh, you, and you won't find many movie critics that will disagree. Well, Jason, uh, you have officially created our first, convergence of lines here on our chart you have you have blown right past james and so i'm just kind of hovering below you guys so when you look at the average score so we gave pinocchio or snow white an 81.7 pinocchio comes in at a 91.3 cool so so right now it's our top movie and then we'll do i'll do that for every movie and that'll give us a kind of a our top, you know, one through 10 or one through 20, however we want to put it out. So, right. So Cody really brought the score down, (laughs) but but that's okay. I'm looking, I'm interested to see how this plays out as we go along. I mean, as we obviously different age ranges, you know, Cody's got different movies that were coming out in his childhood and it's interesting to see how, how they, uh, are affected as we go on. Right. So when we get to like home on the range, I could just put Cody down for a hundred. Yeah. Cause that was yeah, just a given. Yeah. Put that on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, so I can't wait to see it. You're it's, sorely mistaken, yeah. my friend. <laughs> and when we do, when we do get to the home on the range episode, I, I recently read some stuff about it on what it was supposed to be and then how it turned out. Uh, their original idea going into it was completely different than what you see on the, and I don't know the reason for that. I don't know if it was, I I don't remember the time that it came out, but I don't know if it was a change in leadership at Disney or a change in the animation departments or something, but it was supposed to be something a little different than, than what, what it came out on the, on the big screen as so. Right. I'll be I'll be interesting to share that once we once we get there in like a year, <laughs> I think. Because uh, what is it? The Home on the Range was the forty seventh animated feature, I think. So cool. Uh, and you, and you got my list, Cody, right? I sent you. Yes, I did get your list. Okay. All right. So all right. Well, there you go. Pinocchio ninety one point three, hundred from me. 96 from James and a 70 strong 78, like a high 78, Yes, like almost a 79. Almost. Yeah. Almost from, uh, from, from Cody. And I could, you were, you were talking about it, James, how it's interesting to see how these movies would be, how we rank them based off of, uh, you know, our, our ages and Cody being a little younger, uh-huh. uh, where, where, when we get into the movies from the, like the nineties and the two thousands, Cody may, Cody may go up a little more. Right. 
and maybe where we might be a little more down. I don't know. Right. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it's not that I don't like these movies, um, and I because I don't think they're bad. I think um, what they did back in you know the 30s and 40s with these last couple of movies we've looked at, it's absolutely amazing. Um, the feats that they right they hurdled in order to just create these movies and the amount of money and the time and the effort it took every person that was a part of this um from and oh man maybe i should be putting a little more thoughts and feelings into it but uh a little more statistical have more of a method or a plan like like james but i'm just going on like my personal ranking, like I know there's not a hundred movies we're covering, but uh-huh. I'm more looking at it as, you know, if I were to rate these as section, you know, essentially from, you know, worst to best, where does it fall for me? Right. And so right. me, it's not a bad movie, right. but I know that there are a lot more that I like better that, yeah, are more recent. Cause there's ones that I grew up with uh-huh. um, and things like that, but there's older ones that I'll, I'll rate higher, I'm sure. Yeah. And then there will be more recent ones that will be rated lower. Right. right. So, yeah. Well, if you look on, uh, I'm a huge IMDb fan. So if you look on IMDb, they've got a, uh, I guess a, a rating that you could rate them. And Pinocchio has a 7.4 out of 10. So that's right around your range, Cody. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's with 129,000, uh, 329, 129,000 votes. Then you go down uh, Metascore. They have a different section, which they they used uh, actual critics, uh, not just yeah you know, Cody Jackson from Logan, Utah, but actual you know Chicago Reader, Chicago Sometimes, you know Roger Ebert, and they have a Metascore of ninety nine. So, um, but they're they're not all hundreds, you know, you know. Now Roger Ebert, I think this is one of his favorite ones, so he gave it a hundred saying that the movie is genuinely genuinely exciting and romantic, great to look at and timeless. Um, so and I don't I don't disagree with any of that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I didn't say I, I didn't think you did. Yeah. Um, no, so. I was I was just interested in how you guys' approaches to it. I don't think there's a right or a wrong way to do it. I, I was just interested in how you guys are approaching it. So yeah. I think it's yeah I mean it'll be interesting. I look at I look at each one probably a little, I mean, I may employ some things that I don't, one of the things, if it's on TV and I come across it, am I going to watch it? Right. That's something I, I kind of take into consideration, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so for Pinocchio, it's a heck yes. Every single time. Yeah. 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 Hey, we're, we're, we're missing work today. Cause I'm watching Pinocchio right now. So, <laughs> so you're telling me Pinocchio's on TV tomorrow. It was on TV today. <laughs> was it really? This morning. This morning. Did you put it on or was it on? No, I put I put it on Disney Plus, but then I also fell asleep because I was tired. So uh, I was dozing in and off. Then mm-hmm. so, I watched it, I think yesterday at work. And then last week, I think last Monday, I watched it. So because we were supposed to record last week, but we didn't. So. Uh, well, all right. I think that's all I got. Uh, so what's our, you guys... what's our next movie? Oh, it is going to be the fantastic. Fantasia. Fantasia. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting. Uh, now have you seen that James? 
You know, I I've <laughs> I think I've seen it. I honestly don't know. To be perfectly okay. honest, I don't remember if I've ever sat down and watched this all the way through. Because it, it might be a Pinocchio type scenario yeah. where you watch it and you're like, man, I don't remember it being this good. You know what? I was I was looking around a little bit to see what people were saying about Pinocchio, and I came across a list of this guy had ranked all the Disney movies uh, from the worst to the best. And the worst okay. was Home on the Range, by the way. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's interesting. But as I scroll through there- You, you were on my blog, I see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as I scrolled through, I was surprised when I got to number one, because he had number, he had Fantasia as number one. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, really? Yeah. So I was looking at that. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I don't remember enough about this movie. Maybe I started watching Fantasia 2000 and thought, what the heck is this? And never gave the first. I, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I can tell you, I'm going to give it an honest, good shot. I'm going to sit down and watch it. And I'm going to give a ranking based on my criteria. And we'll see. I have a feeling it's going to be a big drop for week three, but we'll see. Maybe it'll yeah. surprise me. I mean, I do love, you mentioned last week, you know, without it, we probably wouldn't have Fantasmic. I, I love the Fantasmic show. So maybe when watching this one, I'll, I'll, I, maybe yeah. it'll surprise me. I don't know. Have you seen that movie? I'm pretty sure it's a Disney movie because they use kind of a Fantasia type thing. It's with Nicolas Cage. The Sorcerer's uh, Apprentice. Yes. The yes. Sorcerer's Apprentice movie. Yeah. That's Disney. Yeah. I have not seen that. No. It's actually a pretty good film. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. yeah it's not bad. Yeah. It's it's enjoyable, watchable. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's a yeah, solid they, 74. <laughs> <laughs> they've got some they've got some some aspects of that in the movie. Okay. Uh, so awesome. Well, all right. Well, that's that's our episode on Pinocchio next week or next not next week, but next episode. Uh, we're not sure when that will be. We do got Thanksgiving coming up, so uh, we'll have to we'll have to work some things out um, and see what's going on. But uh, if Jason and I are sitting at home for the next couple of weeks, we may just start recording <laughs> yeah. us going slowly drifting off into madness and putting it on the internet for people <laughs> to enjoy. But oh. yeah, if that happens, we'll, we'll get to Thanksgiving and you guys will be on episode 73, right? <laughs> I'll be like, what happened? I, I missed like 20 episodes. <laughs> James James will catch up for the Home on the Range episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so hopefully we get to record soon, but we do got holidays coming up. So yep. Uh, well, if you guys got nothing else about Pinocchio, let me uh, let me share our social media stuff real quick and how people can contact us. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. Follow us on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast. Email us at TalkingDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. And you can find the website, www.TalkingDisneyPodcast.com. The show will always be loaded up there first, and then it will make its way out to the various... Uh, services like uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, etc. Wherever you listen to your podcasts at. So, James, I'm assuming you listen on Apple Podcasts. I do. Yep. Co Cody, when you do listen, I Apple no Spotify. Spotify because okay. I listen to it when I'm at work, and I have to listen to it on my computer when I'm at work. So I use Spotify. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, that's all I got, guys. You got anything last minute you want to share? James is heading out to California. Yeah, no, I'll be, I'll be sending you guys pictures and videos and turning my, yeah, while I'm still, I'm where I can't even leave my own house. He's going to be freaking at Disneyland. You can't taste anything. I'll be having churros and corn dogs and I'll be sending (laughs) you guys pictures pictures and videos to come over the next several days. Believe me. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Well, after, I mean, I guess it's still topic of Disney, but did you guys watch the last episode of The Mandalorian? Yes. Yes. All right. Love All it. Right. This this week should be good. Last week I enjoyed. Last week's episode was my favorite by far so far of this it was, season. It was a short one though. It was like thirty five. Yeah, it was like thirty five minutes, and like four or five of those minutes were credits at the end. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I think it, it was better. It moved the story along. It's what I was looking for. It, I I still don't care for the whole it almost feeling like a video game to me where if this was a single player like story based video game every time you go somewhere to try to further your main objective in the game you, you have to do somebody else's <laughs> crap before you yeah. can get what you need yeah that's, that is true I know that hey I I need to get here. Oh, but first you need to help me on this mission. Yeah. yeah it's no, like, no, okay, I, I, well I need help with it. It's just, it. I like this show. I like this show a lot. I don't like how every episode for the most part is it's a, this for that. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll help you progress your storyline. If you help me do this, which will eventually probably tie back in later. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's 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 a lot of foreshadowing, right? Like, mm-hmm. thank you for helping me. Do you want to continue to help us? No. Okay. Well, we'll see you later. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. We know we're going to see them again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was there was a part. I think my favorite part in it. Uh, do you know who directed this one? Was it John Favreau? Wasn't it? Uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed. Oh, it was Bryce Dallas Howard. That's right. Which which is Ron Howard's daughter. Yes. Um, Ron Howard was, was Apollo? Yeah, he directed Apollo. Do you know the scene where he also ship- directed The Grinch? Well, yeah, but we're not talking about The Grinch. <laughs> well, we weren't talking about <laughs> Apollo until and, we were. And, and, no, no. and he directed Solo, but I know where Jason's going. He's trying to tie it okay. in, so let's let him finish. <laughs> so, you know, you know when, the ship, when the ship is coming in and it's all the flames around it, uh-huh. well, there's a scene from Apollo where the capsule's coming in and the and the flames are going up around it, which kind of paid homage to her dad yeah. uh, directing that. And uh, there was a little, I think a little more fire on the Mandalorian ship. And <laughs> that, that, that thing looked like it was going to burn up. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I didn't think it was going to yeah, make it. Yeah. I, I really like this one. And actually the episode, the next one, which they call it chapter 12 is directed by Carl Weathers. So, what uh, does that name sound familiar? Who is he? Who is Carl Weathers? Yeah. Who is Carl Weathers? I, I know that name. <laughs> I just can't place it. He's been in uh, The Mandalorian. He's been in there. He's, he was. In oh, there. okay. He's yeah. he's the. We haven't seen him this season. He was in last season, right? Yeah. Yeah, He played the character of Grief, Grief Karga. He's the, uh, the friendly African-American guy, the one that helped him at the end of the last season. 
right? Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He also was the voice of Combat Carl in Toy Story 4. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Combat Carl. Okay. <laughs> he played Chubbs Peterson in Happy Gilmore, which isn't Disney, but still a great movie. Okay. He's the guy who got his hand bitten off by the alligator. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can see it now. I can see it now. <laughs> he was in Predator, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. He played Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. Yeah. That's maybe a little before your time, Cody. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Kind kind of ties back into Apollo again, you know, Apollo Creed, Apollo the movie. Yeah, uh, I see what you did there. So yeah, yeah. So he played in an episode of Law and Order SVU. I mean, you didn't see that one? <laughs> what out of the three hundred episodes they have? Yeah, I think they're on season what twenty two or now twenty one or twenty two now. So so with the uh, with the Mandalorian, do you guys have you guys seen? Because each time I watch it, I always have to go and search and see all the Easter eggs that I missed, right? Because each episode has all these different things. And it seems like there's a lot of uh, plots and storylines being taken from the different animated series, which mm -hmm. I have never watched yeah. any of those. I haven't seen, I think, The Clone Wars, some other ones. Have you guys watched any of those? Um, I haven't. No? I've watched yeah. a little bit of The Clone Wars. Uh -huh. I haven't watched it all the way through. I know your son has. Uh -huh. He's very, he really likes it. Um, and I think Speaking that's, that, I, don't, I don't know if he listens, but happy birthday, Tyler. Yes, happy birthday, Tyler. Happy birthday, Tyler. <laughs> He'll never hear this, but happy birthday, Tyler. Just let him know we told him happy birthday and he shares a birthday with Mickey. Yes. He does. And yeah. Um, and so I think that's one of the reasons why he really likes Mandalorian is because they are drawing from from a lot from the clone wars specifically. Right. Um, I've seen like the clone wars animated movie, which kind of, they made the movie and then they made the TV show, which like follows the events of the movie. Mm -hmm. So the TV show is basically just a continuation of the movie they made. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very good from what I've seen. And I've had several conversations with Tyler about it. Um, and Tyler and I will always watch the episode and then we'll, we'll be texting each other. Hey, did you see that? Or did you catch that? <laughs> um, the first episode we did the, the group watch feature on Disney plus. And so that was, was how fun. was that? Did that, could you guys communicate during that or you have to do it through your phone? You can't do it like on the TV. Okay. Um, it's, it's not very convenient really. It almost just be easier to be like, Hey, are you watching it tonight? And it's like, yeah, I'm going to watch it today. It's like, okay, I'll watch it today too. And then just text the person right. rather than trying to have to set up the group watch through Disney plus. Cause you have to like set it up on the app on your mobile device, pull it up on your TV. And then the other person has to pull it up on their TV, but then accept the invitation on right. the app. And then it like connects to the TV and so it's cool, but it was like, you could go on your, your phone and then like throw up a, a react emoji, basically. Like okay. the first time we saw in the first episode, we saw baby Yoda on the screen. I sent up the little like heart react thing, like with the, the emoji with the hearts in its eyes, you know, mm -hmm. I sent that and it, it pops it up on the screen and it says wow. like Cody you know, and it shows the emoji that I selected for it. So it'd almost be like, it'd be more, I think it'd be more fun watching it and then like being on FaceTime. 
while, while, while you guys are watching it, like, or mm -hmm. you're communicating some other way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't what I thought it was going to be then. Mm -mm. I thought, I thought you were going to be able to send little messages while you're watching it. Uh, and they pop up on your screen or so. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they'll probably let it evolve and probably different features will yeah. get added to it. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they let it play out. Yeah. All right. Well, episode 12, I guess, is it what they call it? Or chapter 12. Is chapter coming up 12. This, chapter 12 this Friday. Season two, episode four. Yeah. And they got eight episodes for the season. Last one will be the week before Christmas. It's not enough. I need to double that. Not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. With, I feel like each episode should be an hour. Just make them all an hour. Yes. And then I would feel better about the eight. But yeah, I think ten. I think ten. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough about Mandalorian. Let's get out of here because I'm going to bed. I am tired. Okay. Yeah, you guys, yeah, I gotta, you guys get feeling better. Yeah. yeah. We will. You have a safe trip. Thank you. I will. I'll let you know Out all about California. it. It's happening. Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't good. want anything bad to happen to you. So I'm going to tell you to have a safe trip also. Because I would feel terrible if anything happened to you. <laughs> but I, I'm not happy. I, I will just say that. I'm happy for you. I'm not happy for me. I understand. <laughs> I understand. All right. Well, if you got nothing else, then we will get out of here. Thanks uh, for listening. Um, take your time out of your day, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh. It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Oh. Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say good night to all our company. M-I-C-E. See you real soon. It's always Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. And welcome to episode 52 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and Jason. What's up, guys? <laughs> Cody and Jason. All Cody right. Jason. What? My name. <laughs> did I say Cody and Jason? Yeah. You did, but that's good. Yeah. Leave it. All right, yeah. James, this is an A-B conversation. See your way out. I guess James is no longer here with us. No, yeah. Let yeah. me do it again. Let me do it again. I can't believe I said Jason. Yeah. Uh, did I say I'm your I'm your host James? No. And no. then I said Cody and Jason. No. You said uh, Jason maybe, and then Cody and Jason. Maybe I do have the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right, here we go. <laughs>